Hi, welcome back to So Yellow, a weekly podcast about our experiences as female Asian Americans. I'm Cindy. And I'm Helen. For today's episode, we wanted to discuss some of our short and long-term goals with you guys. Have you ever thought where in life you'd be in, let's say, 5, 10, or 20 plus years from now? Or why we set goals in the first place? Today, we'll dive into a whole bunch of our goals and ambitions and how we're working towards them. off Helen. Do you set New Year's resolutions every year? Yeah, I remember in class my teachers would always make us write down our New Year's resolutions, but I think I always just wrote some very generic things. Um, but for 2020, this was the first year where I actually put a lot of thought into what I wanted to improve in my life and what goals I wanted to achieve and I think part of that was because you got me this really cute journal and I didn't want to mess it up. <laughs> um And so I have it right in front of me right now, and I had six things on my list. Half of them were related to, like, my hobbies, and then the other half were related to personal development. How about you? Do you make New Year's resolutions? Um, I was just checking on my phone. I write them every year since I was in, like, middle school, but they're always the same. Like, you can literally copy and paste them. It's always, like, try to work out more and... Mm -hmm. Um, procrastinate less. <laughs> so I actually looked up the top five New Year's resolutions that people have. Mm-hmm. And the first one is exercise more. The second one is lose weight, which kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And then get organized, learn a new skill or hobby, live life to the fullest. And then some others are save money or spend less money, spend more mm-hmm. time with family and friends. And so I don't know about you, but I always like break my New Year's resolutions or don't stick with them until the very end of the year. And I think that goes the same for a lot of people. And I think the reason is because either we set goals that are too vague or we have too high of an expectation for ourselves. And so if you think about it, a new year is just Like, what's different than the day before, you know, besides, like, the calendar date? And so people think that, like, overnight, they're just gonna be this new person when they have done nothing to prepare for it. And so if they don't see this, like, outcome or them following their New Year's resolution, then they immediately just give up. And so I heard or read this thing before where if you actually want to commit to your new year's resolutions or you know have them actually play out kind of um you should start working towards them in november because humans are creatures of habit you know so we have to form a habit in order to break an old habit and so you can't just never work out and then when january 1st hits like go to the gym every single day like you'll just burn yourself out and you won't enjoy it and you have to enjoy these things or want to do them in order to like stick with it yeah i totally agree so yeah i yeah i think i'm definitely like a victim of this Mm -hmm. i just want to be this new person on january 1st and then when i'm not i'm just like well we'll get them next year and i think that's also another flaw of Mm -hmm. new year's resolutions people think like january 1st is not the only time you can change yourself you know you can improve yourself every single day and so 
what I started doing when I wouldn't commit to my New Year's、mm-hmm. resolutions was you can use like every month as a reset, which <laughs> is also kind of dumb because the calendar date shouldn't matter, but it's just kind of like a way to help your mental space and think about、um, problems differently, I guess.、Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but then I also would do like weekly resets, like, oh, this is a bad week, I'll、um, like start again next week.、Mm-hmm. But I think the most important thing is to always like be preparing yourself for these changes and、mm-hmm. thinking about what steps you can take towards、um, obtaining your goal. So I think one problem that a lot of people have, or they may not. Be aware is that they don't plan like actionable steps that they can take towards reaching their goal. And so, if you say you want to exercise more, is that like every single day of the week, or is that three times a week, or is that an hour a day? You have to really like break it down so that you can keep yourself accountable, I guess. Because if you just say exercise more, is that like 10 minutes a day and you like count that? And like living life to the fullest, I that's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's kind of hard. <laughs> Especially now. I think one interesting thing I've heard is that, like, what is the point of setting a goal in the first place? You know? And then if you think about it, a lot of people, when they reach their goal, they're not as happy as you would imagine.、Mm-hmm. Because, like, naturally, humans, we just want to move on to the next thing once we reach our goal. And so we don't even have time to, like, celebrate our achievements for that long、mm-hmm. before going on to the next thing. So, if you do a quick Google search of the definition of the word goal, it's the object of a person's ambition or effort, an aim or desired result. And so then I looked up the definition of ambition. And this is defined as a strong desire to do or to achieve something, typically requiring determination and hard work. Which, to me, ambition sounds like what most of us have. Mm hmm. Or want, I guess.、Mm-hmm. And then there's also intention, which is an aim or a plan. And so I think we should always have ambitions and intentions, or I guess intentions backed by ambition,、mm-hmm. <laughs> in order to reach our goal. But reaching a goal is, shouldn't be like the main focus of our entire lives because、mm-hmm. once you reach that goal, you just want more. And so you're never fully satisfied、mm-hmm. because what is the ultimate goal of life? You know? No one knows. Yeah. And it can differ from person to person. Yeah. It's like what they say、yeah. to focus on the journey and not the destination. Yeah, exactly. Whenever I think of like stuff I need to do, I always write down smaller steps、mm-hmm. to accomplish it because sometimes you just need those small things to check off、mm-hmm. your list, you know, because you're not always going to reach your goal every single day. Yeah. Did you have any goals for 2020 that you've been taking small steps towards? Yeah, so one of them was I really wanted to be healthier and work out more, which I know I have set that goal every year.、Mm-hmm. But this year I actually like、mm-hmm. planned out, oh, okay, I want to work out three to four times a week. And then in respect to eating healthier, I、um, ate out a lot less and I started meal prepping every week. And so I committed to this like two, three months、mm-hmm. straight. But then the quarantine happened. And everything just went downhill. And I also had that mentality of like, okay, we'll get them next year. <laughs> Because this year has definitely been a different one. <laughs> this has been a rough year. <laughs> yeah. I think. It's really hard for me to eat healthy at home because my family cooks、mm-hmm. and 
I mean, it's not like super unhealthy, but it's not like as healthy as I was eating at school, which is kind of ironic because usually mm-hmm. the college diet, you think of like ramen and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's been kind of hard because I can't really control that. And then working out, I just lost all motivation to work out when I came home. Um, I've been slowly trying to get back into like a regular schedule, but it's kind of hard because you can't go to the gym. I don't really go outside, so I only do like indoor like video workouts. But yeah, I um, started the 28-day Chloe Ting challenge, summer shred or whatever. Yeah, and it's supposed to be 28 days, but it's about to take me like 28 <laughs> weeks because whenever she has the like the rest day posted, mm-hmm. I take like a rest week Uh (laughs) so yeah it's taking me quite a long time to finish i've actually been working out more now during quarantine because my mom got into the glowy teen workouts and so she's been like let's work out today and i was like okay even though sometimes i don't want to but yeah she's been keeping me in check Mm, that's nice that she like keeps you accountable what about you what are some of your goals for 2020 So the first thing I wrote down for my 2020 goals was not feel guilty for doing things for myself. And I wrote this down because in the past, I always felt like I had to ignore my own wants and desires because it would conflict with what my family wanted for me. And an example of this was once when I came back for college, I was at the restaurant just drawing and my dad walks by and he says that, it was useless and that I should go read or study. Oh my god, I had the same experience, like, recently. What what happened? So recently I've been into art and drawing, and so I was Mm -hmm. really into it one day. Um, It's kind of bad, but I spent, like, 13 hours straight Mm -hmm. drawing, and then I would show my family what I drew, and my mom would say, like, oh my god, that's good, Uh but you spend too much time on this. Like, why don't you study or something instead? And I don't know, I just, like, I, I see what she's saying, like, I spent a whole day drawing, but at the end of the day, like, it doesn't matter if it, as long as I enjoy it, it's not taking away from, like, something else, which, or, like, negatively impact. Yeah, same for me, like, whenever I start like, an art project, you just get in the zone and you don't want to stop. And I think when you're growing up and you hear these kind of things over and over, it just made me feel guilty if I ever took a break from doing something that would help me progress in my career or education. And I think it's because our parents don't have the chance to take a break because they're always like working. And so I guess I can't blame them, but like realizing that it's okay to not always be studying, you know, it, I think it has helped me a lot mentally. Do you think maybe they're just trying or they're afraid that we'll get too serious about it and they want to like steer us away from that? I think they just don't see it as a possible career at all. Like my brother will sometimes, um, he got really into Rubik's Cubes and then I remember my dad would be like, you spend too much time on it, you should go study or something. Yeah, that really bothers me. Like at the beginning of the quarantine, my mom would see me working out and then she'd be like, don't you have... to study or something and it's like i can't study 24 7 okay like no one does it's not like i was doing something like not beneficial or like negative for myself i was like working out Mm -hmm. i also think it's because my dad he doesn't really have any hobbies of his own in his free time he mostly watches tv yeah you see my parents do that too like watch shows or like my mom does some crafts sometimes which is art you know Mm -hmm. but um like first i mean i know they're my parents so i can never say like hey stop doing that but like maybe it's because 
maybe they have this different mentality because they are adults and working already and so they can do whatever they want i guess like if they think Mm -hmm. if we're a student that should be our sole focus like you can't have any other passions or side projects Mm -hmm. which is definitely wrong Another one of my goals for 2020 was to procrastinate less, which has been such a big problem in my life. Um, And it doesn't really seem to improve throughout the years. Um, I think I can only like work on this goal week by week or month by month Uh or even day by day. (laughs) But it's really hard to like make a permanent change, you know, because it's something innate. I feel like it's either you're the type of person that just does things immediately or you're not and Mm -hmm. I don't know I just feel like there's so much time to get things done and then (laughs) suddenly there's like zero there's like negative time (laughs) to do something and so that's something I really want to work on and this is definitely something where I haven't set like smaller goals towards so that is like one of the problems and then another one was to be kinder and um I think I've gotten better at this, kind of. (laughs) It's just, like, sometimes I get really angry. But then I think being kinder comes with um, being able to, like, see other people's perspectives or, like, imagine yourself in other shoes. Mm -hmm. And I think I've been able to do this a lot better. I've never seen you really angry. Yeah. When I mention this, people are like, what? Like, that's a goal of yours? Like, you're never angry, but... It just depends on the... You seem like a very calm person. No, no, no. (laughs) It depends on the situation, the person, the topic, and then, like, my mood. I think it's mostly with family because I'm a really, really, really awkward person, so I don't like fights with people, like, friends. And so I feel like it's very rare that I have friend fights, Mm -hmm. but I think I would get in a lot of arguments with my family. Mm-hmm. and not even arguments just like frustration and like get annoyed and have attitude i guess um back in my teenage years <laughs> i um i just got frustrated with my mom a lot and had a like attitude with her and she put up with it so much and so since she never retaliated i kind of never changed and then one day she was just like why do you have such an attitude with me like just very calmly and then it like struck something in me i was like oh my god i need to stop Mm -hmm. like i need to be a better totter because um (laughs) i kind of knew that like she just took it she's like a punching bag which is really bad but um when she like said something and i heard it i was like oh my gosh like i really need to work on that and then she said but i understand because i was like that with my mom and so I guess that's why she was understanding, but then I was like, well, then I need to be understanding back and, like, be considerate of her feelings, so yeah. I think that has improved a lot, but, um, one thing is I just get so angry with my brother. Don't we all? Literally, he comes home, and, like, one second, he just steps (laughs) a foot in the door, and I just get angry. (laughs) Somehow. It's like magic. Yeah, I just have arguments with my brother, like, every day over the dumbest things. Five minutes later, we're good again. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen those memes about siblings? It's like, I hate you. I'd never want to talk to you ever again. Hey, are you hungry? Like, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> want to get some food? Like, five minutes later. <laughs> I remember one time, 
my brother and I got into a really, really stupid argument about the smallest thing. And then he said he was never going to talk to me again. And you hear that all the time. So you're kind of like desensitized, right? And so I was like, whatever, this will blow over in like an hour. <laughs> and he didn't talk to me for a week straight. Which oh my God. When you're like kids and living together in the same house, that is like an eternity. Yeah. So I think I was like either in elementary or middle school. And yeah, he didn't talk to me for a week, even like sitting at the dinner table, just like awkwardly looking at each other. He wouldn't talk to me. And so I never really like said anything to my parents because it was like whatever. But then one time after a week, I was doing my homework, like math homework, and I didn't know how to do it. And so my parents saw me struggling and they're like, why don't you just ask your brother for help? And I was like, he's not talking to me. And they're like, what do you mean? <laughs> and I was like, he hasn't talked to me this whole week. And they're like, um, are you serious? <laughs> and so they went to him and they're like, hey, you have to help your sister with her homework. And he's like, I don't want to. I'm not talking to her. They basically were the mediator. They're like, they're like, no, you have to. And I was kind of using the math homework as like <laughs> leverage. I didn't really care about the math homework. I just wanted him to talk to me. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to fail if he doesn't help me. <laughs> and so eventually they made him come talk to me and I'm, pretty sure he was just like i don't know how to do this or he didn't want to help but then i took that as like okay he talked to me we're good (laughs) do you remember what the argument was about yes so basically he liked eating out and i really disliked it and so he asked me one night like hey you want to go out to eat dinner and my grandma cooks dinner every night right so i just felt Mm -hmm. bad if whenever we went out to eat because it's like oh we want to eat out instead of eating your food i thought that was like the message we were sending and so Mm -hmm. i was like no i want to stay home and eat and then he's like come on like let's just go out to eat and then i was like okay fine like maybe he convinced me and Mm -hmm. so i was kind of on board with going out to eat and so if we go out to eat we have to tell my grandma so she cooks less rice and then my grandma i think was like oh jason wants to go out to eat and i was like yeah he does and then my brother was like what do you mean you said you wanted to go out to eat and i was like you said you wanted to go out to eat and then he was like stop lying and then that was the fight oh my god and we didn't talk for a week (laughs) so yeah oh my god i can't believe you guys ignored each other for a whole week and you lived together yeah i know it was so awkward and then after that i told my brother he was never allowed to say like i'm never talking to you again because that was like a mm-hmm. really hard time and so i was like we can just like Aww. talk it out or like it can't be a week <laughs> but then he would use it as a threat against me like if you don't give me this water i'm gonna i'm never talking to you again and i was like <laughs> okay you really need to stop that <laughs> and then eventually i was like go ahead don't talk to me forever <laughs> really off topic (laughs) yeah oh another one of my goals for 2020 was to become yelp elite and i actually gave up on this january 1st so (laughs) i think that's a world record what happened um so i realized that i don't like being mean so even if i don't like a restaurant i don't want to leave a mean comment or review i think this is because my parents own a restaurant and so Mm -hmm. i just think about that i guess like if you don't have anything mean to say don't say anything at all which if it's like a really serious thing and people really shouldn't go then yeah maybe leave your review but if it's just like eh i it was okay but i wouldn't go back then i don't feel like leaving a harsh review because i feel like reviews really hurt a business or bad reviews Mm -hmm. and so 
I didn't like being harsh, and then I also thought it was too much work because, I don't know, you have to write some substantial reviews to be Yelp Elite, and then I don't really care that much about food, or like, I don't go as in-depth, and I don't even remember what I ate or like how I felt, and so it was just too much work to remember. Like, I had a whole list in my phone of reviews to write. And I also have some friends that are yuppily, and it doesn't seem that, like, worth it. And so, this goal, I'm, or resolution, I guess, I am okay with not reaching. <laughs> I also went through that phase, but it lasted for a day. I would, I wrote a bunch of reviews that day, and then I just stopped. <laughs> My second goal was say no to mm, people. Yeah. <laughs> and it sounds easy, but it's so hard for me. I think I struggle with that, too, still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so annoying because I always have to, like, come up with another reason, like, out of my control as an excuse when I could just be straight up and honest and say no. I think in college, it's really hard because you want to have a balance of, like, fun and work, but then sometimes you're just, like, straight up tired or want, like, alone time. Mm -hmm. And people don't really understand that. Mm -hmm. Or, like, it's kind of hard Mm -hmm. to convey without sounding mean. So, yeah, I think a lot of times Mm -hmm. I would force myself to do stuff when I didn't want to. Not, like, that peer pressure. I just mean, like, I was tired or I'd rather just stay in Mm -hmm. and then people convince me to go out and do something. Oh, (laughs) sorry. I feel like I have been one of those people. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. No, some... It's not all the time. It's, like, sometimes I appreciate people, like, dragging me out. Like, I go out and then I end up having fun. It's like, wow, I I would have been just laying in bed if it weren't for this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes it's like someone will convince me to do something when I need to study, Mm -hmm. which is kind of bad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because going back to the procrastination habit of mine, I'm like, (laughs) oh, I have so much time to study. Uh But then time just goes faster. (laughs) After being in quarantine, I've realized, I don't know why, but time seems to go by faster when I'm at home. Oh, really? I feel that exact opposite. (laughs) I feel like it goes so slow. I can't exaggerate that more at home. Like, I was thinking about something that happened to me, and I was like, oh, that must have been, like, months ago. And I looked at the calendar, and it was three weeks ago. (laughs) Yeah. And then the beginning of this quarantine, like, the beginning of March, it feels like a year ago. (laughs) You know, like, how people say time flies when you're having fun? Mm-hmm. When I'm at work, I feel like an hour has passed by and I look at the clock and it's been 15 minutes. Like, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> but then at school or college, just like goes by in the blink of an eye. It feels like literally yesterday. We were first years going in our dorm, struggling with no AC. Yeah, me moving into your dorm <laughs> to sleep. <laughs> yeah like the middle of college is all a blur to me Mm -hmm. (laughs) i only remember the beginning and the end yeah first year was very memorable and then for some reason second and third year is just mushed together so do you have any goals set for this month no i do not usually my goals are very long term yeah i don't keep any like monthly or weekly goals how about you well I usually don't, I guess, but for the purpose of this podcast, I wrote some. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest. So one of the biggest ones is to potentially release this podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're recording like in advance. I don't know when it'll go up, but yeah. And then another one is to have a better sleep schedule, which this is like a long-term life goal of mine because... (laughs) 
I have a really bad sleep mm-hmm. schedule. I don't know. I wrote that down for this month, but I feel like that's not a mm-hmm. monthly goal. And another one is to complete the Chloe Ting 28 day challenge. Oh, wait, I guess I do have monthly goals. I just never <laughs> explicitly wrote it down. It was just something in my head. Um, yeah. The 28 day challenge is also one of mine. And then this podcast is also one of them. I guess every week waking up at 830 is a challenge for me to record this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, this podcast and then Animal Crossing is also one of my, I guess, daily goals. <laughs> to just play or yeah i'm trying to earn a lot of bells because i need to move a lot of stuff around because i didn't plan ahead of time so yeah do you have any goals set for the next year or the next five years okay so i really enjoy making animations and i would like to one day make an animation for like a film festival and so i think i'm gonna like work my nine to five and then after work or on the weekends just work on that so yeah what about you well this is off topic but there's Mm -hmm. a girl from jk news on youtube and she Mm -hmm. like left that job and now she works in animation for like a netflix show is it julia yeah that's so cool and then she came back on jk news Uh since it's like quarantine and she just worked from home and Mm -hmm. so they're talking about like hey julia how's your new company and Uh joe wanted her to like talk trash about them and say like (laughs) i I miss jk and then she's Uh like actually it's so nice i get this and this and this Uh and like she she um is in control of the snacks and like buying them and so she's Uh like yeah my budget is like eight times as much as what you guys gave me And then they all were like, dang, we want to go. And so they were like <laughs> pretending. They all got up. And like, you, you guys want to carpool over there? <laughs> is she working on an animation? Like, is she an yeah. animator now? She said her job is production assistant. I don't know what these words mean. <laughs> so my goals for the next year. Okay, so one that I wrote is kind of ambitious. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is to move away from home. And not to, like, sound sad or it's nothing to do with, like, me being unhappy at home. It's just I feel like we live in such small places that we can't live our life to the fullest, I guess, um, being stuck in the same place forever. For one thing, like, even if I lived somewhere that wasn't super small or, like, that I love, um, I think it's just good to be away from home for a little bit and experience a place other than where you've known your whole life because I feel like my family's here so I can always come back and since it is so small, I feel like there's not that many opportunities or, like, ones that I would not enjoy, I guess. Um, so there's so many places I want to live and hopefully I can experience them someday. What are some of those places? Okay, so these may sound like basic or like cliche, I don't know. But okay, so number one on my list would be somewhere in California. And I think my parents, I don't think they're ready for the idea of me moving so far. So I tried to like bring it up with my mom and she... She was kind of like, oh, I wouldn't prefer that, but if you did it, I can't stop you. And I was like, so it's a yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I guess like LA, but also, I don't know. I thought about San Francisco, but it's so expensive to live there. Um, yeah. And then I think another one is New York, which 
is also like so stereotypical but i don't know we've been to new york a lot our families mm-hmm. own property there so i think it'd be an easier transition but then that's why mm-hmm. it's not my number one because i've been there so much and experienced so mm-hmm. much of it that i mean i'm sure living there is like a lot different than visiting but the thing is like i don't want to say like oh i i love la i want to move there if i've never been there yeah <laughs> so i would i wouldn't know but i just feel like i would <laughs> And we would know if we went for spring break, but that trip got canceled. Because of corona. Oh. Yeah. Is there anywhere you want to move to? or? So I haven't been to that many cities, so I don't mm-hmm. feel an attachment to any particular place. I've thought about California before, too. I think a lot of people have. Yeah, like when I was applying for colleges, I was going to apply to like one of the UC schools, but then I'm the deadlines are so early i missed them (laughs) yeah and i looked at the tuition costs another thing is i think i have a lot of guilt um if i were to move really far away from home because you know i want to like spend as much time as i can with my grandparents but i think you just have to weigh it out like at the end of the day it is your life and you have to live it the way you want to and luckily with technology it's like easier to facetime or communicate yeah, that's just something that I would feel, I would still feel really guilty about, even knowing that I can, like, call them as much as I want. But yeah, my goal is to just make lots of money and be able to come home often. <laughs> this podcast kicks off, you can live wherever you want. <laughs> I have thought about living in Canada before, because that's where my grandparents live. I've also thought about living abroad. I think that'd be kind of scary, but also like a good challenge to take on i haven't thought about where but i think just anywhere would be kind of fun kind of scary but also like very memorable yeah that's something i want to take on as well maybe we can do the podcast full time and live somewhere (laughs) (laughs) yeah tune in find out episode 400 Have you thought about where you want to be or where you think you'll be in like five years from now? Since I'm starting a career in software engineering, I am expecting myself to be a software engineer in five years if I don't hate it (laughs) and haven't changed careers. But as of right now, I'm planning on still doing something in the CS tech field. I had an art professor ask me if I had any internships, and I think she was going to recommend me for like an art internship, but then I already had a CS internship lined up. Sometimes I wonder what life would be like or how that would have affected my career path. Yeah, I guess you never know if you don't take up those opportunities, but you can still pursue it. Yeah, I wish I could have done both. Yeah, how about you? Where do you see yourself? So in like a more social or personal aspect, I have thought about this. So in five years, we're going to be like 26 or 27. So Mm -hmm. do you think you'll be like engaged? (laughs) I think it's like really weird to think about. But, you know, people are getting married now at our age. And so Mm -hmm. I think it's not that unrealistic to be engaged around that time, Mm -hmm. which is so scary. Five years is like tomorrow. Yeah. We talked about how the boyfriend-girlfriend label doesn't make a huge difference. Mm, Yeah. 
and marriage does sound really scary to me, but I'm wondering if it's not, like, that big of a deal. Yeah, that's true. I think engagement is just kind of letting the world know that I'm going to marry this person. Don't really know when, Mm -hmm. but planning on it. (laughs) It's kind of like a nice assurance or reassurance that you have someone, you're not going to die alone. (laughs) But... (laughs) Also, I guess it's like, you know how parents are worried for their kids, like, if they don't meet this kind of social deadline to be married by a certain age or whatever? Mm -hmm. I think engagement is good. Don't need to really worry about them anymore. Mm -hmm. I just associate marriage with kids, and that part scares me. (laughs) Because I feel like my family expects you to have kids, like, right after you get married. One of my teachers from high school said that after she got married with her husband, she spent like a couple years traveling before she had kids. Yeah, I was going to say that I want to spend at least like one or two years married and not have kids Mm -hmm. and just travel the heck out of the world. Yeah. (laughs) Because kids are like permanent, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so as my 10-year goal when we're like 31 or 2, I wrote, married and maybe have kids? (laughs) Question Mm -hmm. mark, question mark. (laughs) But I also heard that this is like the prime time of your life. In your early 30s? Yeah. Um, So I feel like people are afraid of getting old and not being able to do stuff. But hearing that 30s is the prime is kind of like reassuring. Like you have so much more to your life and to look forward Mm to. Yeah, like right now. I just feel a lot of uncertainty about my future, and it gives me a lot of stress thinking about it. Yeah, hopefully by the time I'm 30, I have everything, like, mostly figured out. (laughs) Do you mean uncertainty in terms of, like, quarantine and coronavirus, or, like, uncertainty as in you don't know if you want to pursue, like, the same thing forever? Both. (laughs) I think a lot of people can relate and are in the same boat. Um... I think one question a lot of people ask as like an icebreaker or just like in casual conversation is what job would you want to do if money didn't matter? And whenever I think about this, I just think it's so sad that this is such a common topic of discussion because why can they not be the same thing, you know, like a dream job versus your current job? Um, I get that people need to have certain jobs just to get by but then I don't know I feel like from the very beginning like in college people may not necessarily pursue what they want to because of parental pressure or financial financial stability and I think that's really sad because you spend like I don't know like 40 plus years working in something Mm -hmm. and if you don't enjoy it then that's just a majority of your lifetime spent not happy and like just wishing for time to go by basically and wanting to go home and then you're able to relax or do whatever. I just hope we and like everyone else can just do what we want to and so we feel content and happy in what we're doing and it may not be that dream job like oh getting paid to sleep but (laughs) hopefully we don't hate our jobs to the point where we're just dreading it all the time. Have you thought about life in 20 years? So I hope by then I will be in a stable part of my career and a proud mother of a dog and maybe even a human, you know, prove my psychic wrong. (laughs) Um, And I hope that I'm doing something that I love and it's making a positive impact in this world, whether it's through my coding job or art or maybe I've discovered something else. And someone who I really admire and look up to is Michelle Obama. I just hope that I'm half as strong, compassionate, and just amazing as she is when I'm in my 40s. 
And yeah, 40-year-old Helen, if you are listening to this and you have not done any of these things, please reevaluate your life. And what about you? Where do you see yourself in 20 years? Uh, so I wrote down for my goal in 20 years is to be a cool mom. <laughs> because I really want to be like that relatable mom, you know, <laughs> that... Okay, I think it's going to be kind of hard to, like, be, like, cool and hip or whatever because Mm -hmm. I can't even keep up with the slang now. Mm -hmm. Like, in college, I would see a meme and just completely not understand it. And I have Mm -hmm. to ask for, like, an explanation. (laughs) So I feel like that might be an indication of the mom I might be. But I'm going to try really hard. I think I'll end up just being that mom that tries too hard and then is actually lame because of it. I feel the same way. Yeah, my goal is to just have, like, a good relationship with my kids and, like, be their friend, you know, so that Mm -hmm. they can talk to me about whatever. Mostly Mm -hmm. because I just want to know everything. (laughs) Know the tea. Build the trust so they can tell you the tea. (laughs) And then for my 50-year goal, when we're 71 or 2. Oh, my God. um, I have not thought. (laughs) Or the only thing I wrote down is I want to be a cool grandparent. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I feel like grandparents are innately cool already. I just want to be the favorite one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like being a grandparent's going to be so much fun because you don't have the responsibility of taking care of the kid. You can just play with them. Yeah. In 50 years, hopefully I have enough in my savings to retire and to... honestly, Cindy, <laughs> my future is just like question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> It's like a really cloudy day when you can't see like yeah. <laughs> a few feet into the <laughs> in the distance. <laughs> That's your future. Honestly, same. Minus two. It's just I wrote more. <laughs> Do you have any things on your bucket list? Um, I really want to go. What's that thing called? Were you parachuting? Para. Oh, I really want to go skydiving. Oh, me too. That's yeah. Oh, we can go um, together. Oh, yeah. Um, Skydiving is like the number one thing I wrote on my list. <laughs> yeah, I've heard some good things from people who've done it before. Well, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Hopefully we don't die. Um, I also really want to get a dog. I've been wanting one ever mm. since I was little. What kind? Um, honestly, any kind of dog. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, I think I want one that's not too like athletic and it's one i can just you know lounge around with (laughs) and cuddle oh i also want to um go on vacation with my family because Mm. yeah the last time we went on vacation all together with like my grandparents and my parents and my brother was in middle school and so i would like to do that again oh yeah i also wrote that down so my brother and i we were talking about how we want to like save up for a family vacation Mm -hmm. so we can pay for it because i feel like things are so different when you're a kid like your parents pay everything you don't even you're not even aware of how much things cost and like what cost you have when you travel and so we just want to save up enough money where we can have like a whole family vacation but they don't have to worry about anything so yeah i think that'd be really fun because I rarely get to travel with my parents and grandparents. I feel like it's only, like, my parents usually. Yeah, and it's also harder for, like, our grandparents to travel long distances as they're getting older. I feel really sad for my grandma because she likes going out and doing stuff, but she gets really motion sick. And so being in a car for, like, 10, 15 minutes, she'll, like, get really dizzy and sick. And so, yeah, whenever we go somewhere, I try to, like, invite her. Mm-hmm. Well, then she's like, no, I'll like, 
get dizzy mm-hmm. so I shouldn't go. Um, I think my grandma also gets dizzy sometimes and she's told me that it helps if you, I don't, I think it's ginger. If you tape ginger on your wrist, have you heard of that? No. <laughs> Apparently that helps, but yeah, I don't know if it's true or not. A side story about one time my dad was driving and my grandma was in the car mm-hmm. and she was like oh can you pull over i like really need to throw up mm-hmm. because she felt so mm-hmm. sick and my dad was like okay okay I'll, I'll like i'm pulling over now and so he has to like turn and like because he was on mm-hmm. the road and so she just like couldn't wait and so she opened the door and she just like fell out of oh. the car because she needed to like throw up so badly uh-huh. i mean the car was going really slow i remember just seeing her like she just like left the car <laughs> Oh and my then, God. um, yeah, there were some people on the side of the road uh-huh. or whatever. They're like, are you okay? Yeah. Like, is everything okay? And we're like, yeah, she's just really sick. Oh, that's so sad. She should try the ginger trick. <laughs> when I'm at home, I, um, she likes going shopping and stuff. So I just go shopping and I'm like, Grandma, you want to come? Just so she has something to do. Like, even if I wasn't planning on going, I just pretend I was going to go. Because mm. <laughs> she's always like, oh, are you shopping? Like, can I come with you? That's sweet. Do you guys walk to places? Uh, we used to. We have, like, a shopping center near our house. I remember I took her to a thrift store, and she was so, like, happy Aww. just, like, looking at stuff. That's so cute. Yeah, she's like, oh my gosh, I, like, I needed a clock for a long time, and this one's only a dollar. <laughs> Let's get it. My grandparents, we have a Goodwill across our restaurant, and so they would always walk across the street and go shopping there. Grandparents love good deals. Yeah. Um, some other things I wrote on my bucket list are visit all 50 states, which right now I feel like I'm at like 17 or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to travel to a lot of countries. I don't know how many, so I just wrote down 50 countries. I want to go to the Olympics one day. And oh my gosh, have you thought about like the Olympics being in 2021 now? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be in three years after that? or like? I have no idea. But yeah, I really want to go because I just have so many good memories from when I was little watching the Olympics. Um, The first Olympics that I watched was 2008 when it was in Beijing. But I was kind of a dumb kid. I thought that this was first an annual thing. And second, I thought it was always in China. (laughs) And so that's why I thought it was cool because I was like, oh my god, this thing that the whole world watches is in China. Like, we're so cool. And then the next summer, I was like, oh, when's the Olympics starting? And my parents were like, um, are you serious? (laughs) 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 And then I was like, what the heck? Every four years? That's not often enough. And then I learned that it's in different locations. Oh, I also want to open up a boba shop or cafe of some sort. Remember our idea of boba girls or something? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't say that. People will steal the idea. Oh, I want to meet Obama one day. That's kind of random, but <laughs> I think he's just super cool. And I think I mentioned him in the last episode as someone I would want to meet. And then I want to teach some sort of workout class, even if it's just one. I would sign up. I feel like it's hard because when I work out, I just like cannot talk or breathe. (laughs) Oh, this is a really random one that I wrote a long time ago. I don't know why, but it's Mm -hmm. learn double dutch. (laughs) I think the reason I wrote this is because when I was little, I would jump rope a lot during uh, recess. Like, not to brag, but I was like super good. (laughs) And (laughs) people would like ask me to be on their team because you jump a bunch of people in at the same time. And so... Oh, and there's a Disney movie. I think it's called Double Dutch or something. And so I always thought like, oh, I want to do that slash I feel like I can do that. And then I think I tried one time and it's really hard and I couldn't do it. (laughs) 
So I want to do that one day. Wait, yeah. is the thing you did not double dutch? No, you... it was just like one rope. <laughs> oh, and the last thing I wrote on this list is really small, but you know, your goals don't always have to be so big. It's um to do a Rubik's cube, <laughs> and oh. I know that's like really weird, but I just can't do it. Like people can do all six sides like complete mm-hmm. all six sides but i can't even do one side sometimes my brother will complete the cube and i'll like switch it a few times and try to like just switch it back and i just can't <laughs> like i forget <laughs> i know there's like algorithm or whatever that people do because like people mm-hmm. do it blindfolded which blows my mind my brother has tried teaching me a few times but i just could never get into it <laughs> yeah like one time i saw in my cousin's room he had a completed rubik's cube with all six sides done and i was like you just bought it like that didn't you <laughs> you never touched it and he's like no i can solve all six sides and so i i rotated so it's like super mixed up and then i gave it to him and he solved it within like a minute which i just don't understand i remember we got one when we were little and we couldn't figure it out so we just like ripped the stickers <laughs> off and then like put them on <laughs> i did that too <laughs> or i would take them off and be like okay this whole side is white and therefore it's completed <laughs> My brother would always solve it at the restaurant, like at the cashier area, and then customers would just be amazed. It would just be a little show for them. Would they give you tips? No. (laughs) (laughs) Place the tip jar strategically in front of you. And that's it for this episode of So Yellow. Feel free to email us at soyellow at gmail.com to share your experiences or thoughts with us and let us know what topics you would like us to talk about in the future because we'd love to hear your suggestions. If you enjoyed what you heard, we'd love if you subscribe to the podcast to be notified of our future episodes. Until next time. Bye. bye.